0: said that it's impossible to read the book of Romans without believing that God has already predestined some people to heaven and some people to hell. But it's also impossible to read the book of Hebrews without believing that humans have free will as to whether they choose to follow God or not. This idea reminds us that we never create our ideas about God based on one section of Scripture alone. And wherever you land on this particular tricky matter that we've been wrestling through the last few days, it's important to take in all of Scripture and seek to try and understand it together. We don't ever have to do this alone, but we should be doing this with other believers. None of us have all the insight that we need, but together we can start to figure these things out. We're going to carry on this discussion as Paul talks about Israel and calling and predestination in Romans chapter 9, verses 22 through 29, which says, What if God, although choosing to show his wrath and make his power known, bore with great patience the objects of his wrath, prepared for destruction? What if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy, whom he prepared in advance for glory, even us, whom he also called, not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles? As he says in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people, and I will call her my loved one who is not my loved one. And, in the very place where it was said to them, You are not my people, there they will be called children of the living God. Isaiah cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of the Israelites be like the sand by the sea, only the remnant will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence on earth with speed and finality. It is just as Isaiah said previously, unless the Lord Almighty had left us descendants, we would have become like Sodom. We would have been like Gomorrah. So this passage is not easy. It starts on a tough note. What if God has prepared certain people for destruction? What if God has already ordained certain people for hell in order to glorify himself and emphasize his mercy to those who he has predestined for salvation, who will receive his mercy? This notion would certainly put a high emphasis on God's sovereignty, His wisdom, His power. As God, He has the right to do whatever He wants. But the idea is also really challenging. It challenges the idea of God's mercy, His fairness, His love for the world. How can God really love the world while simultaneously creating some people specifically ordained for hell in order to glorify Himself? It is certainly difficult to reconcile these ideas. But a key here is also how Paul begins this section. What if? He's not actually saying that this is the way that it is. He's asking a question. Maybe he's asking it rhetorically in order to flesh out the idea that we as humans don't know more than God. Now that's not the only way to look at this passage, but it's an important one that we should note. Paul does not say God created some for destruction. He says, what if God has done this? Leaving it out of the realm of a declared fact and in the realm of a question might lead us to different conclusions based on the passage. It's also important to note that the key context of this whole conversation on predestination is actually about Israel specifically. Paul is quoting Hosea and Isaiah, old prophets from the Old Testament, in order to point out prophecies that God has always intended to save the Gentiles too. Israel's hardening to the gospel is what called it to be spread to the world, and God had predestined that Israel would be hardened so that the Gentiles could be saved. It's not necessarily meant to be considered on a person-by-person basis. God predestined Israel to reject the gospel so that it would go out to the world, but God is not done with Israel yet, as we have discussed regularly throughout this study. Today, take some time to wrestle with this big, tough idea of predestination and Israel. Where are you landing on all of it? What does it all mean for you? Maybe go back and read the whole part of Scripture that we've looked at over the last number of days as a whole. How are you coming to grips with this idea of God's power, His sovereignty, our choices, free will, heaven, hell, destination? Just have some fun wrestling with that today and see what you come up with.